Content Chaos. All right, so if you're new here, we did an episode on Sam and Colby, who just did a season one, and they are ghost hunters on YouTube. And on Sunday, the 22nd, they just released their first episode of season two, which is at Zach Vegan's Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. Yep, so they went with Kat, which is Sam's girlfriend, and then Stoss makes an appearance. We didn't actually talk about her um, during the season one episode because she wasn't there. So Stoss, the last time she was actually in a YouTube video was The Conjuring House, I believe. Mm, I think she might have been in a video after that, sometime with Kat. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, She... Well, basically, she hasn't been on the YouTube channel for a while, and she's just, like, a friend of theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, she does seem to be more sensitive, like Kat, mm-hmm. to things. Um, but then there's also Amanda makes an appearance again. We talked a lot about her in our last episode, and we were really excited to see her again um, here. But basically, um, this haunted museum is from all of the things that Zach had collected on his adventures um, on the Ghost Hunters show. Ghost Adventures show. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so basically he went to all these haunted places and for who knows what reason he bought a haunted house and put all the haunted objects that he had bought in the house. What an like odd collection to have. It's really creepy. Like you have to see the video to see all of the just creepy like nightmare stuff that's in that house. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But... Um, they're, they make a list. Sam and Colby make a list of five things, 500, uh, objects that they want to see because there is so many. They made, like, basically a top five list. So, the first one is Peggy. And, oh, boy. Yeah. So, guess what? Another haunted doll. Um, who would have thunk? And so, Peggy is known to be the most haunted doll. I don't know if they said ever. I don't know. Like, is she more haunted than, like, Annabelle? And I know, like, another haunted doll called Ada. Yeah. I'm not sure. Basically, she's super, like, haunted. And you have to be really respectful to Peggy. Or she does bad things, right? She comes back and haunts you and, like, ruins your life. So, Mm -hmm. um, the rules are kind of you have to say hello, Peggy, and you have to say goodbye, Peggy, whenever you enter and leave. And then you are not allowed to look her in the eyes. And it's, yeah. it's said, like, that if you look her in the eyes, like, she'll follow you and, like, cause bad things to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> um, actually, Amanda and Sam actually end up looking at her in the eyes. Sam actually <laughs> lost rock, was it rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. Because yeah, Sam and Colby both did rock, paper, scissors to see who would look, have a staring contest with her mm-hmm. and... <laughs> Obviously, Sam lost. Yeah. I feel like he does most often. Yeah, so I... So then they also, like, showed her without her eyes blurred um, up for their YouTube, right? So you would mm-hmm. be seeing it through a screen. I did not volunteer to look at her, Me even through either. a... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't want anything to do with that, even if it's through a screen. The fact that she can cause bad things to mm-hmm. happen through a screen, mm-hmm. like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Like, can a- Annabelle do that? Like, I've never know. heard of that happening before. 
yeah, who knows? I don't know if they talked specifically about it happening through a screen. I think they just, like, warned us that they have no idea what might happen, you know? Yeah. Big, um, big warning beforehand. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Sam just said, like, when he was done, like, with the staring contest, he said his head hurt. And then as they're walking to the next room, which we're going to talk about, he talk, he talks about um, how it, he feels like it's hard to breathe. And Amanda said that she also felt kind of, like, uncomfortable with it. Like, she said that it almost got, like, hot in there, I mm-hmm. think. I just, I think it was better for Amanda to look at it just because she can deal with that stuff better than <laughs> Sam can. Dude, <laughs> Sam should just leave it to the experts. Yeah. Like, he already got one attachment. He doesn't need another one. He's trying to be an expert, though. They're trying so hard to be experts, but I just don't know that they're there yet. No. That's, like, we'll talk about later, how they're still, like, trying to figure out what exactly, like, they believe in and um, stuff like that. But we'll get into that later. Anyway, so that basically concludes the Peggy segment of the video. Right, so nothing really happened. Mm, right. Not really. And they haven't said anything since. Like, they haven't had anything necessarily bad happen to them mm. after they did that. Not that I've heard of. Yeah. Um. So then they go into the next room, which is the cursed bed of Dennis Hoff, who um, died in this bed and was, like, found smiling when he died and like, i think that his was... like eyes were like half open or something like that as well what a creepy ass way to die dude yeah but dennis huff was also not the best of guys no because and he he was also i believe the owner of a brothel i think that's was that where the bed was Yes. In the brothel? Yes, so the bed was in the brothel, and there was actually girls that would turn down thousands of dollars for mm-hmm. from, like, people so that they wouldn't have to sleep in this bed because, like, I guess, I don't know if they had experiences or everyone would, like, share stories with each other, but basically the girls did not want to sleep in this bed. I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know that I would sleep in that bed either mm-hmm. after I heard that story. And, um... Dennis actually refused to get rid of the bed, even though the girls kept telling him and telling him, like, hey, we don't like this bed, we don't want to use it, like, please get rid of it. And it's actually kind of karma, like, he ended up dying in it. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and then comes along Lamar Odom, I believe was mm-hmm. how you say his name. Yep. He actually ended up overdosing in the bed, but um, someone found, I don't remember who found him, but... Um, they found him soon enough, so then he ended up surviving, but, like, all of the stains and stuff mm-hmm. you could are see still the on the bed. Uh-huh. Actually, wasn't it the guy, like, that was mm-hmm. the tour guide yeah. that actually found him? So, a crazy coincidence, if you believe in coincidences, um, the... They don't exist. The, <laughs> the uh, the tour guide, who was the manager, I believe, of the museum, um actually worked at the brothel and was there when Lamar Odom overdosed and he was the one that actually like saw him and got him help um and he like it was completely unrelated that he quit that and went to the Zach museum and then the bed just showed up one day yeah and he was like oh 
okay, cool. Yeah, so... It's just, it's just following me, you know, no big deal. It brings back traumatic experiences. I would have quit right on the spot. I would have been like, this is too traumatizing, I'm leaving. Yeah. Then again, he does work at Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum, so... Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> the bed, um hasn't been laid in since I believe it was Dennis Hoff who died in it. I don't know if Zach laid in it. Actually, I think they did. I think they said did that they? he he didn't. Like he would refuse to lay in it too. Mm-hmm. So then obviously they they offer it up to Sam and Colby and they're like, hey, you can lay in this bed, this cursed bed if you want. Yeah. And they say, Hell yeah, we're laying in it. Yeah. Because they're stupid. Yep. So then Colby loses once again in rock, paper, scissors, I believe, and um, has to lay on the bed. And he says he feels, like, a pressure on his chest. Like, someone's, like, physically, like, putting a hand on his chest and pushing him down into the bed. Like, sitting on him, yeah. Right. But none of their equipment works. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of a theme throughout this video is I don't know if it's an intelligent spirit. That's there. Or if it's just... Or if it's just so many of them that it's hard to, like, get anything to want to communicate with them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Kat decides to lay in the bed. Yeah, because they're like, what if it's, like, a gender thing? Like, what if they want a girl to, like, lay on the bed because of, like, the brothel? Mm Mm-hmm. You know? And nothing happens. (laughs) So... You just get a sight of... Colby and Cat leg in the same bed. <laughs> right. It's, um, once again, nothing really happened. Like, it's much more of a feeling thing, like an energy thing there than it is, um, physically s- seeing something. Mm-hmm. You're more feeling it than anything. It makes me want to try to, like, go to this haunted museum, maybe? Maybe not, actually. Mm, probably not. But it makes me wonder what it actually like feels like to be in there Mm -hmm. like like compared to other haunted places or like even just like your house you know Mm -hmm. like what's the different kind of vibe right like can you feel like someone's watching you or like I think since we've never really been to a haunted place it'd be interesting to just get the vibes and the energy that's why we gotta go to Villisca man we want to go travel to Villisca to check out the house there um, that Sam and Colby went to, but mm-hmm. I got to convince these guys to go with me because I ain't going alone. It's very different, I feel like, watching it through a screen because, like, even this, like, makes me feel uneasy at night, you know? Like, you can't watch it right before you go to bed. Yeah. And then having to go to, to an actual haunted place and then, like, sleep at night, I honestly don't know how Sam and Colby do it. I know that with um, Amanda and Mackie, they also have a YouTube channel, and they have said before that, especially Mackie, she says that sometimes when she's editing, she has to put it down, like, especially with certain things that happened in the video that they didn't catch right away, and she has to, like, call Amanda and be like, I can't do this right now. I'm going to bed. I have to wait for the sun to come up before I finish this. Which is just crazy, but... That's a that's a story for another day. That's yes. A... <laughs> let's let's get back on track. So um, then they went to a through a haunted maze, which is really was just I think for the 
fun of it. Yeah, it was basically just like a normal haunted house type of thing where you get some jump scares and go through it and things light up, things pop out of you. Yeah, this wasn't on their top five list. This is just something that they did. Mm -hmm. And the interesting part about the maze is that all the girls went first and Sam and Colby followed behind them. And they, they were, like, a good, what, like, 10 to 15 steps behind them? hmm So, like, they couldn't, like, hear each other, like, go through it. No, you could only hear the screams mm-hmm. whenever the ghost would scream. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam and Colby heard footsteps behind them, like, really loud footsteps, and there was no one behind them. Like, so clear that they thought that, like, the manager or whatever of the museum was, like, coming into tell them something or whatever I don't know but Mm -hmm. it was pretty clear like you could hear it on the audio and then another thing that's um interesting is they were talking about it once they got out of the maids they were telling the girls about it and then you just hear this like piercing scream and like the maze was going off again like some of the jump scares were like Mm-hmm. being triggered, mm-hmm. which was weird because... They were told that the maze was off. Yeah. So they kind of concluded that it might be where you have to turn things off individually and it's not just one power switch. Mm-hmm. But I still thought it was really creepy. Like, I would have freaked out if I was in that and situation. It, like, it didn't just do it once, though, either. Like, it did it, like, what, three or four times or whatever before yeah. they decided to leave? I think I think they showed twice in the video, if I remember. But that's only what they saw. So they decided to move on because <laughs> they, they didn't... just moved on <laughs> without even discussing it any further. Mm-hmm. But... um, So the, where they went to is the... the I don't know how to say that word. How do you say? Dibbit box. Dibbit box. Um, so what a dibbit box is, I can't say it. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, is It's uh, basically used to trap spirits that could be harmful for humans, like harmful to humans. So mm-hmm. um, it's basically just a big, like, wooden box. Well, it's not, not big. spirits, like demons. De- yes. Bad spirits. Really bad. Uh, <laughs> but they talk about um, the Post Malone story. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear this story before the video, but I guess it's a pretty well-known story. I knew about his plane um, happening, but I didn't realize that it was connected to this. I wasn't in the loop. So Nobody <laughs> told me. <laughs> so basically, Zach was giving Post Malone a tour. Or were they... They were at the museum, right? Or was it the original place where the Dybbuk box was? No, they were at the museum. They okay. showed the room that they were in. Okay. So, and this was before, like, in Sam and Colby's video, there's, like, um, sand around it, and there's, like, a glass box. Salt. Like, salt. Sorry, salt. <laughs> and um, there's a glass box around it, and it's, like, very protected, but in the video of Post Malone and Zach, it's just the box. Yeah, because Zach is freaking touching it, mm-hmm. and then Post Malone, like, goes to, like, touch his shoulder because he's freaked the fuck out, uh-huh. like, he should be, and then he, like, in the video, you can, like, see him, like, back away or whatever, and then start, like, acting kind of weird, and then they just, like, go out of the room, mm-hmm. like, pretty quickly. I don't know, I didn't really see him act too weird, I, I wouldn't, like, chalk it up to, like, immediate reaction, because, like, if you're scared, you might, like, look a a little bit different, because we didn't see what, how he was acting before, 
Maybe, but I feel like you can kind of see it in his face that, like, mm. something changed. I don't right. know. And then he had a series of strange and awful events happen to him. So, mm-hmm. um, his plane had to make an emergency landing. He got in a car crash that almost killed him. And I think there was one other thing. Yeah, I'm not sure what that third thing is, but I just know that a bunch of crazy stuff happened to him after he touched the Dybbuk box. Another interesting thing about the Dybbuk box is people leave offerings to it because they don't want bad things to happen. Kind of like with Peggy where you don't look her in the eye to show respect for the Dybbuk box. You um, show respect by leaving um, things there for it. And it's kind of like weird items it's whatever you have on you basically because you're like oh my gosh i don't want it to follow me home some people left their ids yeah because they were so scared i don't know about that (laughs) i don't think i would leave my id but yeah whatever you have on you so what did sam and colby decide to do they decided to leave a lock of their hair yeah yeah so, what was interesting about this is when they left to go get scissors, um, Amanda and Stoss stayed in the room, and Stoss thought she saw eyes inside the glass that where the divot box is. Mm-hmm. And um, Stoss has a really interesting experience here, but besides that, nothing really happens there either. Like, they ask it to turn on their devices, and it really doesn't, and they leave their offerings, and that's just kind of it. Yeah, and now Sam's left with kind of a weird haircut (laughs) on the back of his head. (laughs) No one would ever be able to notice. It didn't look that bad, Mm -hmm. except now Colby might have a little alfalfa thing on the top. But, you know. Alfalfas are always cute. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So... Then they go on to the devil's chair. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And this chair was actually present during an exorcism done by Ed and Lorraine Warren, if you don't know, um, uh, were the ghost... I think they were called... Demonologists. Yes, that's, that's what, I was what they're say. called. Because they didn't hunt ghosts. They weren't ghost hunters. No, they just, like, helped people with their ghost problems. (laughs) Well, yeah, they were called upon in the worst of worst situations. Yes, and they were the demonologists that um, showed up in, like, the Conjuring movies, you Mm -hmm. know? And so that's where this devil's chair comes into play. It was actually um, in the exorcism that happened in... The third Conjuring movie. That what the co- third Conjuring movie was based off of. Yeah. And, um... Basically, during the um, exorcism, there was this little boy who was said to have 43 demons in him. Yeah, not just not just one, you know. No. 43. 40. And the, this chair was said to be rocking back and forth violently during this exorcism. Mm-hmm. And Lorraine actually think I think she said that um, she saw the beast like in this rocking chair like with nobody in it like mm-hmm. it was wild. Yeah. So actually, it doesn't end with the boy, right? So they're doing this exorcism and it jumps out of the little boy and into his sister's boyfriend, and 
he would go on to kill his landlord and be the first person to ever use possession in court. Which is so crazy. Like, imagine being that kid's lawyer. Right. Being like, I don't know how I'm going to win this case, bro. (laughs) It's like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case all over again. Yes, this is in the 1980s. So, like, if people don't believe in Gus now, what do you think, like, back then, you know? Yeah. Um... Do you think that's still, like, a thing now? Mm. Do you think anyone has, like, used it since? Well, you can plead insanity, which I think would, like, fall under this category. Because mm. you can't, um, if you're mentally ill or disabled or insane, you can't, like, pay for your mm-hmm. crimes. You have to go to an asylum or um, get help, basically. So mm-hmm. I think I don't know any of the court background on this so I'm not gonna... neither of us are lawyers <laughs> yeah so I don't really know when the first time insanity was used in court but I think possession like by a demon would fall under that gotcha um but basically also another crazy thing that happened is the day Zach bought the chair Lorraine Warren died that's insane coincidence I think so, but... I don't think so. <laughs> and there's no such thing as coincidences. I don't know. I think I believe in coincidences. <laughs> it just depends. I feel like some things can be called a coincidence and some things are like, this might be a little bit more than just a coincidence. Right. It just... It just depends on what the thing is. It's just like in videos like these and like big YouTubers like Sam and Kobe, like their fans are always trying to make connections mm-hmm. between everything that they say and when they have hours and hours of footage. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some coincidences. And we'll definitely get into more of those later. I'll give my opinion on those later. But moving <laughs> on, back to the devil's chair. It's the only exhibit in the museum to be shut down because of the effect it had on the guests. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's behind glass. Like, they mm-hmm. can't touch it. They can't sit in it. Like, nobody has sat in this chair except for Zach Bagan and um, the ghost, the ghost or Avengers. Adventures guys. Um, yeah, but basically guests would be, like, nauseous, they would faint, they would throw up, like, they would just have mm-hmm. really, na- like, once again, this isn't like they're seeing shadow figures, it's more of an energy, um, thing, like, the whole museum just has really bad energy, and it really affects people physically, like, where until they'll physically faint. Which um, is so crazy. Yeah. How that can happen. So, so, once again, Zach was like, hey, Sam. Um, hey, Colby, if you <laughs> want to sit in the chair, go ahead. Yeah, nobody has ever sat in it before, but you should definitely sit in it. So yeah. what do they do? They sat in it. They sat in it. Well, so, there's a, in this video, there's a couple of like, oh, we're the first person to do this. And I kept thinking, you're not the first person he's offered it to. You're the first person that has accepted. The offer. The offer. <laughs> um, because they're crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he has, because I'm sure it's great, like, publicity. Publicity. Publicity for <laughs> his museum if they're like, oh my gosh, someone sat in the rocking chair or whatever. Yeah. So I'm sure he's offered it to other people before. Oh, I'm sure. It's just no one's ever um, done it. Good good content. Good to- good content. But, like, um, are you are you good? <laughs> um, I'm kind of, kind of scared for them mm-hmm. for the future, to be honest. <sighs> Who knows? But Sam sits in it first. Mm-hmm. 
and he can't stop flexing his legs. Like, he just feels super tense. And you can tell how tense he is. Like, you can see his legs start to, like, shake. I wonder how much this is from the energy and how much this is from him just being terrified. You know, it's probably a 50-50. Because Colby actually mentions this in a few times in the video of, like, the placebo effect and their minds just being like, oh my gosh, this place is so haunted. Like, all these haunted objects are supposed to be so scary. Like, what if their bodies are reacting differently because of what they thought? Yeah. Which... Might also be uh, why he was so tense in the rocking chair, but also you can tell, like, he wasn't, like, quite right. Mm Mm-mm. He just seemed off. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said that he couldn't, like, take it anymore, and so, like, he got up out of the chair, and then who decides to freaking sit in the chair next? It couldn't just be one part of the Sam and Colby channel. (laughs) Colby has to sit in the chair too to see what it's like, even if it's less time than Sam does. But he's at least a little smarter about his um, well-being and Mm -hmm. cares a little bit more about himself. (laughs) And he actually asks um, Stoss for her cross necklace Mm-hmm. And so then he goes and sits in it, and he says that nothing really happens except his legs don't get tense. He says that his arms got more, like, tense and, like, were flexing. He wasn't in the chair nearly as long as Sam no. was, even on the first time. Yeah. I wonder if, honestly, less happened to Colby like, he felt less affected by it because he took the cross necklace. We could also talk about what Amanda said. Yeah. So, um, since he had the cross necklace on, Amanda felt like... So, originally when they walked in the room, Amanda felt like there was someone in the walls. Like, it was looking at them from all sides. And yeah. then when Colby sat down um, and Sam sat down, it felt like the energy just went right to the chair. But it was even more... Um, significant when Colby sat down and she was she thinks it's because of the cross mm-hmm. yeah um but um when Colby gets up Sam actually sits back down again and he does the Estes method yeah. while in the chair they did the Estes method while he was in the chair well no he couldn't have they couldn't have just done it outside of the chair <laughs> he had to be in the rocking chair. Well, I'm glad he did, just for the simple fact that this is really the only interaction they have with anything the whole time. Yeah, that's true. Like, this is the only time they really get to talk or interact with whatever is in that house. Um, besides, I guess, at the end of the episode a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but as he's doing the um, SS message, whatever is speaking to them says that it's home. It's not trapped here. Which, a lot of places they go, the spirits are saying they're trapped. Yeah, it said, like, it lives here. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't want to go anywhere else. And afterwards, they were talking about how it's probably because of all the negative energy there. Yeah, like, why would it want to go anywhere else? It can feed off of all of the energy that's there. Mm -hmm. And um, you can just tell as Sam is doing the Estes method, he's having a big physical reaction. Like, his arms are shaking, his legs are shaking, like... He can barely, like, move. And you can, like, tell it in his face, too, that he just, like, Mm -hmm. he was not feeling it. He said that he kept his eyes open for the first time during the SS method. Usually he has them Mm -hmm. closed, and he could see 
uh, shadows on the blindfold, but I think this is just his eyes playing tricks on him. I think so. Because you know when you're in pitch black and you're like, have your eyes open and you can like see like dots or mm-hmm. whatever. I just think it's I think that. he freaked himself out. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely weird that he had such a physical reaction. Like mm-hmm. he was so tense. Mm-hmm. And as they were going through the Estes method, um, it actually drained their battery. I think they said from like 30% to 4%. Mm-hmm. Or and then they... Didn't they, like, have to film on one of their phones then? Um, they didn't film any of the SS method on their phone, but when they were talking to the tour guide afterwards, they did film a part of it on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they start asking about the little boy that was, like, during the exorcism, and the spirit box says, losing him. Like, it remembers losing him. The little boy. Right. Oh, my goodness. Which is crazy, because, like, it's Showing that it remembers, like, it knows what happened, you know? Because mm-hmm. it did lose the little boy. It just went to a different um, vessel, I guess, a different human. Yeah. And then what happens next is also interesting because it says, I need, and then a pause, and then it says, holy oil. So Amanda speaks up during this part and talks about how it is used, holy oil is used during exorcisms and it was used to put a cross on her head. Mm-hmm. So she kind of slips up a little bit. Not slips up, but she lets us, like, in more about her experience and how she might have had a couple exorcisms. Like, when she was younger, like, in her childhood home that was very haunted. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she's ever really told us the whole story Mm-mm. at all. Um, but this was kind of cool to, like, hear her, like, tell us, hey, like, Mm-hmm. I've experienced this, which is really crazy, honestly. Because I don't really associate exorcism with a good good connotation, Mm-mm. you know? So. Absolutely not. And she's not that old, so she couldn't have had an exorcism that long ago, you know? It could have only been, like, 10 years. Yeah. 15 years. Um, But next, uh, the spirit box says seven, and Stoss, like, jumps up as, like, seven soldiers in the walls of the conjuring house. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't buy this. I don't think it has anything to do. I don't know do. if that was the connection that it was trying to draw. I think they kind of drew that connection themselves. Because it also had said 14 before that. Mm-hmm. And believe. they didn't say anything about it. Right. So, I don't think... Like, that's cool that they made that connection, but once again, I don't think... I think that's a stretch. Yeah. Um, And then next, it says, I want to feel... And Amanda freaks out. She's like, you're not allowed to touch us. Like, you can't touch us. Do you understand me? And it says, yes, I can. Like, Like, it was fighting her. mm -hmm. It was was kind of scary. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I can touch you if I want to kind of thing. And Amanda repeats herself. She's like, you are not allowed to touch us. Like, you can't do that. And it says, watch me. And this is where they end. Yeah, like, they ended it right there. I would have, too. I would have been like, um, absolutely not. We're not letting you in Mm -hmm. which is crazy how it kind of fought with amanda like that because usually when amanda tells things to leave they kind of just do yeah because you're like she said before you have the power over them Mm -hmm. like they do not have more power than you right which is kind of crazy that this thing was fighting back probably because of the place they were in and how much energy it had Mm -hmm. um so 
obviously they stop. So Sam is acting really weird as he's taking off his headphones. He's kind of covering his face yeah. for a little bit. He, like, came out of the as suspected really, like, strangely. Like, he's never done that before. Which like, is, kind of relates back to the physical, like, reaction he was having. Mm-hmm. Like, he was almost in the trance more so than he ever has been before which is kind of weird and he actually said that this was one of the experiences that like makes him believe more yeah like ever since the queen mary like this was like the next Mm -hmm. thing that really made him start believing yeah okay so next is the basement and um this was known to have satanic rituals there and you could just tell that this basement was not made to be a basement no it was it's kind of like a, a it's smaller like a corridor more basement and it had like didn't it have like a a hallway like yes. leading down to this like small room mm-hmm. like it was not some just normal basement mm-hmm. and before they went to that room they actually um stopped at a mirror and grabbed a handheld mirror and they are using the handheld mirrors to create a portal right because it said that two mirrors facing each other is creating a portal so they're putting they're standing in front of the mirror putting the handheld mirror um kind of at their chest and they're kind of creating a portal and then staring at themselves because when you're staring at yourselves in the in this mirror like for too long supposedly something's supposed to like change about the way that you look Mm -hmm. which is kind of strange it's kind of like it's said to be like looking at a different you like different dimensions kind of yeah and like when they do it i think um a couple like i forget who it was but one of them said that their eye like looked different like one of their eyes looked different and then amanda goes into it and she's like, yeah, as soon as I looked at the mirror, she saw this, like, white mist behind her, mm-hmm. which is super creepy because then Sam calls her out and she's like, he's like, oh my gosh, we didn't even tell you about this, but it's said that that white mist is actually seen really, like, often by a bunch of different people. Like, it's common, which is crazy because she didn't know that. So, um, Coincidence? I, I don't, don't think know. I don't think that one is. And what the heck was that white mist? We have no idea. They didn't explain. They didn't elaborate on that. <laughs> so we don't really know what that white mist means. I'm gonna assume it's not a good thing. But, Probably not. Um, this whole time that they're doing the mirror thing, Stoss is not doing well. No. Um, she's having really bad headaches and can barely like stand being in the basement. So they go and take a quick break before they go back into the pentagram like she was visibly in pain Mm -hmm. like you could tell she was so uncomfortable that whole time that they were down there and let's circle back to how colby still has her cross yeah he didn't give that shit back like he stole it and said okay i'm having this for the rest of the video and now stas is just like on her own Mm -hmm. and she's really not doing well with whatever presence or energy is in that basement but guess what she ends up going back yeah. And they go back into the room we were talking about that um, was used for sacrifices and has a big pentagram in the middle mm-hmm. of the room. Which, With a candle in the middle of it. Right. So, what does Sam and Colby do? They um, do nose goes and Colby has to sit in the middle of yep. the pentagram. Because 
whatever happened last time they sat in a pentagram wasn't bad enough. No. And this pentagram wasn't even tried to be blacked out. Mm -mm. It's an actual pentagram on the floor. And so they have uh, two flashlights set up across the room from each other. And I think they might have a REM pod there as well. I think so. Um, And they're basically, Sam and Colby are trying to talk to whatever's down there. And I think they do get the flashlight to go off once. Yeah, I think so. But it... It's so weird because when they asked it questions, like, it wouldn't really, like, respond. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as Stoss asks a question, Mm -hmm. like, it goes off immediately, which is so strange. Stoss asks if it wants her to go, like, instead of Colby, for her to sit in the middle of the pentagram. And it went off immediately. Like, that... I think that really, like, freaked her out. Mm-hmm. It would have me, too. Like, um, no. Yes. So then, um, immediately Colby's like, all right, that's it. We're not getting, because they're willing to put themselves through a lot, but they are not willing to get their friends possessed. Yeah, they're like, Stas, you don't actually have to do that. And then afterwards, they're like, that was so unlike you to even ask that. Like, right. what the heck? Right, which is, because she's not one to put herself in those situations. No, like, it was truly messing with her in there. Mm-hmm. And so, as they're getting up to leave, both of the flashlights turn off at the exact same time, which Sam and Colby have never seen before. And this is as mm-hmm. they're talking about, like, getting up and leaving. So it's like, oh, no, don't leave. Like, don't do that. And um, as they're getting set up to leave again, and the flashlights have turned off, and they're picking everything up, and Stoss feels something, like, grab her hair. Which is weird, because right before this happens, they're all, like, Amanda says, like, you're not allowed to, like, come with us, or I think it might have been Colby, and then Stoss says, you're not allowed to, like, come with us, you're not allowed to, like, follow us, and that's right when she gets touched, is right after she said that. Right, so obviously they ran out of the basement, and... Oh, yeah. Did we mention that they're the first ones, like, to ever go down in the basement? Oh, I don't think so. So, this, the basement was actually off-limits in the museum, um... Before COVID, but now after COVID, once they're reopening, um, they're actually allowing people to go in the basement now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that has something to do with it not really seeing a lot of people down there, or... Um, I yeah, think, I'm not sure. Um, once they get outside, they kind of talk about how the girls were more scared and more vulnerable. Because Sam and Colby were just, like, making jokes like they always do. And the girls were actually scared, so it kind of targeted them. Mm-hmm. Instead of um, Sam and Colby, who were kind of, like, messing around like they always do. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of everything that happened. So not not a whole lot really happened. There was just, I feel like this video was full of stories. Right. Like things that, like, different objects and their different stories and experiences. So that was kind of cool, but I feel like for their experiences they didn't get much and it didn't really interact with their equipment too much i feel like most of it was just the vibe and the energy of the museum rather than physical like things happening it did not translate well to a video i don't think it was more of a you had to be there kind of it was still a good video great editing you know it It was was very good it was good quality, like good Sam and Colby video, but 
I just feel like they didn't get much. Right. It was entertaining if, like, you hadn't watched any of their previous, like... Yes, because um, they've definitely gotten more things, like, in past videos. Because what they did get was really good, right? Mm-hmm. But it was five minutes out of this 115, uh, or an hour and 15 minutes, you know? Yes, right. So, yep. I still enjoy, enjoy the video, but we're going to move on to a different video. So then, they also announced in their video that they are now having a reaction channel, and they actually... Um, released a reaction video yesterday of them reacting, let's see how many times I can say react, um, (laughs) of them reacting to season one. Which was basically just them reacting to different theories about his attachment. Yes. And that's kind of what we're gonna go into. So, um, so they originally thought that at the end of season one, at the Stanley Hotel, when Amanda confirms that he has an attachment, he, she tells him how to get rid of it, and he does what he's told, and he tries to get rid of it, or so they thought. Right. So then we get this reaction video, and they start talking about the theories, like, did he get it from the Conjuring House? Did he get it even before that? Like, way back at the Queen Mary? Is it from the Sally House? Right. Probably not. We're, we are not thinking so. Um, so... What makes us think that he still has an attachment? So, I saw this Instagram story. I think it was, like, maybe a few months ago. And... He talks about what happened to him that particular day. Like, it was such a weird interaction. And he said a stranger came up to him, like, on the sidewalk or whatever, like, as he was walking. And this guy just says to him, hey, like, you know somebody's following you, right? And he's like, uh, there's nobody behind me. And the guy's like, yeah, I know, like, I sometimes see things. And that's basically, like, all I remember from his Instagram story. I'm sure he could explain it a lot better than I can, but, um, so... that's so, kind of what leads us to believe that he still has it or got a new one. Which, yeah. either or is likely possible. But Yes, <laughs> very possible. During the reactions video, they go and talk about different coincidences. Here we are, coincidence again, of how words keep popping up and how the attachment might have been from the Queen Mary. How Um, everything's connected. Right. And there is a couple of them where they show, like, figures that they missed in the background. But most of it's really just them talking about different coincidences. Yes. And one I would like to point out is how Jackie is the name of the little girl who drowned um, at the Queen Mary. Yes. And then it pops up at the Stanley Hotel. But what they failed to mention in this video is that their tour guide was named Jackie. Yes, but now they're thinking maybe that Jackie didn't come through because it was their tour guide, but because it was trying to say that it was from Queen Mary. I don't know. I feel like that theory is actually pretty plausible. I feel like it could be possible. Anything's possible, but that theory is not one of them. (laughs) And then, no, no, 
no. No. No, no. No, because what's more likely? Spirits that see this tour guide every day saying his... See, see this person every day saying his name through the spirit box. Or some random, like, name that they haven't heard in however long it's been since they've been to the Queen Mary. Just popping up one day. Which one's more likely? Okay, but that was one thing that drew it back to the Queen Mary. Because then, um... So, Jackie from the Queen Mary, the little girl, has been known being, like, heard calling mommy because, obviously, like, she's a little girl. And it came through the spirit box during the Estes method. I, I have something to debunk this, too. At the Conjuring too. House. I have something to debunk this, too. What did Amanda see at the Conjuring House? What did she see? She saw children popping their head and, like, playing around. What yeah. is more likely? Those kids came through and they were like, mommy, help me, like, there's something bad here. Or some random girl from a swimming pool a year ago. Okay, okay. I see. I see where you're coming from. I just don't like these theories because they're so easily debunked. That's why it's so nice to just, like, see flashlights turn on or see rim pods go off. Where that's not as easily debunked as these very very thin strands of yarn being woven through their different videos. Okay, but... uh let me say this before you completely take Queen Mary out of the question. So then it goes on to say that, so Sam and Colby did multiple videos. I think they said 13 videos at this Queen Mary. And their last video that they did at the Queen Mary was the very last time they'll ever go there because they shut it down as soon, like they were the, the last ones to leave. And Colby flat out said during that video, wouldn't they want to attach themselves to get off? Right. Like, how possible is that? Like, okay, maybe it's not Jackie, but could it be some spirit that was from the Queen Mary? I mean, the Queen Mary was the first place that even started them believing in ghosts in the first place. It could have easily been from the Queen Mary, I just don't think any of those theories are the reason why. I think it's more likely to um, to have been that the attachment was from when he was messing around doing seances in his house. I think that's much more likely than the Queen Mary, but that's also plausible that they're like, oh my gosh, we need like some energy because this place is like basically shutting down. Yeah. But, but I'm not buying into any of the theories they talked about in this video because I feel like they're just as easily as you can come up with them you can also just as easily come up with ideas why they're not real that's fair i feel like we won't ever know where Mm. it came from Mm because even amanda can't tell where it came from you know like it it's not like it just speaks up and it's like hey i'm a demon from this place you know what i mean like it's fun to just make the connections see you know, what the possibilities could be. But honestly, none of these connections could be right. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for more reactions videos. I just, I feel like they went too far down the rabbit hole with these. Yeah. But I guess that's just me debunking them. I do think he has an attachment. I just don't think any of those reasons were why. (laughs) Yeah, and I also, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of interesting that the attachment didn't come up at all during this Zach Bagans video either. Like, where did it go? Like, did it not communicate with them during this? But once again, nothing was communicating with them in that area. Yeah. So, and... Were there just too many energies for it to even come through? 
Well, I don't know because they're they've gone to a lot of places where there's a lot of energy and a lot of spirits. But it's also they're not looking for it. So why would it pop up when they don't like care about it right now? Like why would it show itself to Sam and Colby? You know what I mean? Yeah, I and I feel like they were asking more like specific questions rather than just generally like okay, do any spirits want to talk to us from here? Like, it, they based their questions off of where they were, like, mm-hmm. what object they were trying to... Right. Investigate. Yes. hmm Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to see how the rest of season two goes. I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. New video on this next Sunday. Mm-hmm. You guys will have to come back and listen to our next um, podcast... Which will be over their second episode. Yeah, this little mini-series we're going to do over each episode. Little (laughs) mini-series. I'm so excited. Every week. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. It's going to be good to really just discuss it and give our opinion. And that concludes our first episode in our Sam and Colby mini-series. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.